welcome back to It's Thrilling. We've been gone for a while and you know we're back yep we were we were sick at an inopportune time right at the time when we were supposed to record so and then the next weekend we were sick and yeah. then we're also actually we're still, still recovering sick. actually <laughs> still in case recovering. you're wondering who this is this is a morgan still it's not a man not a man <laughs> not a different person if you're wondering why does this voice not sound familiar to me it's because my voice is different because um i've been coughing all week and throwing up all week um not that you want to know about that let's just talk about some movies but first uh we sophia has the tea i have some some great information right off the bat plugging our twilight plug into every podcast robert pattinson is going to be the batman in matt reeves the batman i am so excited i'm just like Trying to see his chiseled it's jawline in a mask. Perfect. It is perfect. I wonder how much he's gonna bulk up for the role. Like you I know how Taylor Lautner bulked up for New Moon. That's I Robert Pattinson's gonna go. Much. I really like. I like. Yeah, because you have a crush on him as he yeah, is now. <laughs> I do, but also like I don't like like bulky men. Like I, I feel like. Alright, let, well, right, let's be, not like a like, man shame. I feel let's... like Batman could be like a skinny Batman this time, like have Robert Pattinson <laughs> level fitness Batman, or like a Daniel Radcliffe level fitness. Have you seen Daniel Radcliffe? He's like fit as hell, but like not in a way where you're like, oh, he's like bulky like Dwayne the Rock Johnson level like you know what I mean I just would prefer him to be a more lithe athletic Batman do you think this is an interesting conversation to have because now we're talking about like men's bodies but it's like if we were to talk about like a female actress this way and be like oh like I don't want a super skinny like Wonder Woman or you know like do you think like and this is very high level off the topic do you think that there's a double standard when it comes to talking about men and talking about women? Because everybody knows you're not supposed to, at this day and age, criticize yeah. a woman's body or whatever, but yet we still do it with men. Right. And I'm not trying to call you out, although I am a little <laughs> bit. Um, but, you know, I think you're a pretty open-minded uh, feminist person, so I, I just want to... I just think, you know, for the role of Batman, I'm not a huge Batman fan, so, like, it doesn't really it's not consequential to me like how he looks compared to the comics and I just think every Batman thus far has been a little like bulk on the bulkier side and I would like to see a Batman that um relies more you on, avoided like, my question completely skills. what do you mean well I'm talking about the I'm double not, standard saying, of like, he wouldn't look hot if his body was bulky okay Fair. I, I... <laughs> okay. So what we're saying is, we like the bulky men and we like the yeah, skinny yeah, men. Yeah, But Sophia but has a preference. See, like, a more, I want to see a more detective version of Batman and less okay. of, like, a right. vigilante Batman. Like, just personally. Personally, I want my Batman <laughs> to um, be able to pick me up and throw me across okay. the room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was, it was, like, apparently down to him and Nicholas Holt. And I much prefer Robert Pattinson. Interesting. I I want Nicholas Holt to be Robin, or like the Riddler, or something like that. You know, it's funny because when you said Nicholas Holt, I was like, oh my god, I could totally see him. No. But now that you said him as Robin or the Riddler, now I see him a little bit more character actor. You know what I mean? Like, 
If have you watched Skins? Like I can't get his character from Skins. Like my, my Nicholas mind. Holt reference is from X Men. Oh, well, <laughs> so. I've only seen him in uh, the Days of Future Past. Wait, you haven't seen him in X Men with uh, I've Jennifer seen Lawrence? Him in Days of Future Past. That's the Wait, only it's one. Jennifer Lawrence that's in that, yeah. right? Okay, I'm She's, not imagining um, things. What's her name? Mag- uh, Magneto's no. uh, sidekick. Um, oh my god, this is horrible. Why can I not think of her? I know. It's so we might weird. have to re record this podcast no, no, so no, I no. avoid the embarrassment of not remembering we'll just, her character um, name. We'll just leave it. Oh no, we'll no, it. this is going to bother me all podcasts. I'm going to come back at the very end to remember if you her think name. Of it, just shout it out. Okay. Derail the entire podcast. Great. Anyway, our, look forward I'm to feeling it. Good about, I'm feeling good about our pats as the Batman. Uh, how about you? Um, I was lost in space, marveling <laughs> at my own inability to remember one Raven? of the most iconic. Thank you. Is that her name? Yes. Is it? Yes. I feel like it's not her it name. It is. It is her name. Are we going to Google this? Yeah. Everybody listening to this podcast Raven. right now probably wants to throw their phones or laptops across the room, and I'm so sorry. But anyways, how do I feel about Robert Yeah, Robinson? okay. Oh, no, it's, it's Mystique. It's oh, mystique. my God. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> Honestly, I don't you know even think Raven I'm going to be able. She's from, um, she's from so Teen Titans. Raven. She's it's the future Titans. I can see. So Robert Pattinson as Batman, really good. If everyone is everyone is saying like, oh, he's not gonna be a good Batman, he's gonna be a good Batman. Take a look at his other work besides Twilight, people. <laughs> or don't. You can just also rewatch <laughs> Twilight again and again if you want That's to. That's true. I rewatched Twilight the original and I, Twilight New Moon, and I downloaded Twilight Eclipse I, last night. I so <laughs> me and Sophia have been on. Well, I've been on a kick. For when a while haven't now. we been on a Twilight <laughs> kick? Let's be real. It's my favorite shit show. It's just like, it's like literally junk food to the brain. That's what Twilight is. It's just, oh man. It's like French fries. That's what Twilight is. It's not quality, but damn, French fries, they're good. Next bit of news. Next bit of news is the Star Wars Vanity Fair covers came out. Also Star Wars Land opening in Disneyland. Officially. I'm going on the 13th of June. I hate you very much. I'm so excited. I'm sure you're excited. Maybe I'll build a $200 lightsaber. Who can tell? <laughs> Who can tell? Honestly, <laughs> I'm only a hater because I'm jealous. I'm like, literally, the covers are so beautiful for the Vanity Fair. That's all I'm going to say. And the article is, is really it, well written. Is it the Vanity Fair? For what? Star Wars, though? Um, Star Wars movie? or So, yeah, Star Wars? they do a Star Wars edition Vanity Fair every time a Star Wars movie comes out during the year and they have Annie Leibovitz shoot them. So it's like it. from the original Star Wars, she has been shooting Vanity Fair covers for them and like on-set photos and stuff, which I think is really a really cool tradition. But if anyone wants to check that out, go check it out. It's been out for a while now though. That's pretty much it for news cuz everything else is like just like old hat like no. We had more spicy <laughs> yeah. tea, but unfortunately, it's irrelevant and outdated yeah. at this point. So we're not going to talk about because we're cool, hip, yeah, trendy, exactly. and we only—I'm uh, <coughs> coughing. Uh, going to talk about new stuff. I'm going to try as much as I can not to cough throughout this podcast to spare all of your ears. All right, but I'm dying. I know. I feel you. My uvula is getting itchier by the moment. My uvula. <laughs> Next little segment I wanted to introduce is like. Things that we were watching 
in the past couple of weeks that we've been not recording that we were like, oh, this is really good. So Twilight. <laughs> Twilight for sure. You go first. Westworld. I recently watched all of the Westworld and I rewatched and I watched the season three trailer and boy am I hooked. Boy am I hooked. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. And then yesterday I watched Rocket Man, which was like a musical slash biopic version of Elton John's life, and I think it was w- incredible. Way better than Bohemian Rhapsody. They've done some great marketing for the yeah. film. I'll say that. So well deserving of like an Oscar nom, way more than Bohemian Rhapsody. I was. wonder if we're gonna start to see more of these kind of biopics though, because we got there's the Motley Crue one. Yeah. There's oh, there's one for what's her name, Dorothy from um The Wizard of Oz. What's her name? I'm not even gonna try to remember this time. She was like to spare a drug addict. From... She was like a drug addict and blah 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 and whatever. And so they're doing like her <laughs> Life story. story. Yeah. But they're turning it into like a fiction movie, basically, in the same mm, way they do with yeah. Rockham. It's not like a documentary. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like a biopic. Yeah, they're doing a whole bunch. I don't know. It's I'm, the hot I'm trend in Hollywood. In yeah. It's that and Aladdin remakes. <laughs> well, speaking of like yeah, Aladdin remakes. Oh, but speaking of like trends okay when big little lies came out and that would got all that attention yeah now i feel like there's more Mystery stuff yeah stuff. for instance i just watched dead to me on netflix which w- with christina applegate yeah. um and it was i 100 to- percent believe that somebody watched big little lies <laughs> and was like we need to go into <laughs> development on like a women like mystery but like we're gonna make it different because it's gonna be comedic with and sarcastic and and i'm not knocking dead to me it's good and the whole nature of the industry is everybody's ripping off everyone, so I'm yeah. not, you know, trying to say anything either way about it. I, uh, I, and speaking of things I've watched, is dead to me. Anything else? Well, Good Omens just came out on I'm Amazon, so um, and I read the book, and I'm a huge fan of the book and Neil Gaiman yeah. and Terry Pratchett. Um, so huge David Tennant fan <laughs> and David Tennant, you know, Doctor Who. Don't I mean, am. <laughs> I mean, really Good Omens, and I love things that have to do with like biblical lore, right? Like supernatural. Me too. Have you read the Shadowhunters books? No, but I'd love to do it if you there's should. something biblical them. about it. I, I mean, then there's like Lucifer, like on Netflix, like yeah. anything that has to do with like messing around with like the archangels and stuff i i'm super into so good omens just really hits me in like all the right places for a number of reasons so after this i'm just gonna go home and binge watch my one thing about the trailers that i'm like is like the cgi and the eyes like it's very off-putting to me like uncanny valley is it good? Is the CGI or like? I mean, is it well done? I think it's like the books. Are, have you read the books? No, I haven't. Okay, I think if you read the books, it would make more sense because the books, it, it's very, it's is it good. Omens is a sarcasm. It's like basically kind of a sarcastic a kind of satire on like the Bible. And yeah. I was raised in a very religious household. I know the Bible Same. very, very well. Um, so like. So many things, like, just hit me. Like, I just thought it was hysterical. Yeah. So I think if Good Omens is a little bit satirical and kind of corny, that almost fits with the tone of Got the you. book. So I, I'll have to advise maybe next podcast and what my final thoughts are. Okay. So we are talking about witches this week. Uh, we did Into the Woods, which is a theatrical version of a play that's been out for how, how long? 
I think since the eighties. A long it's like time. A, and it's I like an old play, yeah. Musical. Well rather. I'll go into this more later, but I had no idea what the hell I was about to really? watch when I went into oh that. God. So it it was a big shocker. But again I'll I'll talk about that more later. Okay. Um the other movie that we watch, which also another I had no idea. I had no idea what I was walking I have so into many with this. About- so many The Witches thoughts. of Eastwick is the Such movie that we're talking about. Such a bizarre movie. Okay, Susan Sarandon, Cher. Cher. Um, who was the um, other? Um, um, oh my God, Catwoman, uh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer and um, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. And who was the guest star? I can't remember the 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 biblical know. lady that ends up vomiting all the cherries. <laughs> um, Don't spoil it. <laughs> I, I mean, well, that's what this podcast is. That's I look, true. This movie came out and the. What what year did this movie come out? Um, let me check. Nineteen eighty-seven. Okay, I think the spoiler uh, <laughs> alert has, has expired for this movie at this point. Yeah. So, did you want to give a little I bit of background? I do want to do a little bit of cinema history. So this is from the internet, obviously, where I do all <laughs> my best research. So, witches and cinema. If we're going back to the first kind of representation of witches, we have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs with Disney, which came out in nineteen thirty-seven. And then we have The Wizard of Oz, which came out in 1939, and I think that those kind of set the precedent for what witches look like, and I, I think that it's very mm-hmm. easy to see, especially with Into the Woods, I, obviously because of Snow White. Yeah. We have that inspiration. So I think in our movies, we kind of have two like modern witches and the witches of Eastwick, and then we have yeah. like old school witches that kind of draws on the very classical cinema representation of them, and then... You know, we have, I mean, a lot of um, other stuff, you know, Bell, Book, and Candle, 1958, which I've never seen. If anyone listening to this have seen it, <laughs> please chime in. Uh, there's Bewitched, which came out in the 60s to 70s, which is very popular. I'm assuming most everybody knows that. Sleeping Beauty, 1959. And then we have Sabrina the Teenage Witch, skipping uh, over most of the 80s and 90s. Um, and so <laughs> then we have, you know, and then we still, I mean. Halloween Town. <laughs> Well, then we have, like, American Horror Story Coven (laughs) uh, and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which we've talked about. So witches are very, (laughs) very much alive and very prevalent. prevalent I myself am a witch. No, I'm kidding. I would not be surprised. Harry Potter. Look, if any of the two of us were a witch, it would definitely be you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Nicest thing anyone's ever said about (laughs) me. So, which one do you want to talk about first? Let's start with The Witches of Eastwick. (laughs) You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, you're morally reprehensible, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid, you have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. Because... (laughs) I just watched that this morning, actually, so I have the most to say about it, I think. Um, And then I feel like you'll have a lot to say about Into the Woods, because you're more into musicals. Yeah, totally. And that's... I, I don't really have as much to say about the movie, so I'll probably let you take the lead on that one. But I want to start with The Witches of Eastwick first. Okay. The synopsis for oh, The yeah. Witches of Eastwick. Forgot. Is, it's three single women in, like, their town. Eastwick have, is the town. Yeah, their wishes granted when a mysterious, eccentric man enters and basically, like, I guess he's, like, a stand-in for Satan. Like, I don't know. Like I think it was confusing <laughs> that they hinted at the fact that he's or the like devil, but never... Hu- like, I don't know what the symbolism was trying to say about this movie. This movie was so wild, honestly, and it's such a product of its time. And let me just say... Oh, 100%. Cher was amazing. She was so beautiful she in this stole, movie. I, I, I think Cher so stole funny. the show. She was. She did. She really did. Um, This movie, honestly 
honestly made me more of a Cher fan. And I, I recently too. read a, like a Cher article like a, like a couple weeks she ago. She has a musical out. I'm just saying, <laughs> it took until 2019 for me to get into Cher, <laughs> but I'm kind of getting into Cher. Do you believe in life after love? Yes, I do, Cher. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, but this movie was, let me just say, wild. Everything just kind of came out of left field. It, it, it yes. was a, there's a little bit of slut shaming, I think, in the movie for sure. But also like, it was like both like feminist and not feminist all yes. at the same time. Yes. It was so confusing. Yes. And I honestly just did not like, the, okay, Jack Nicholson was, I mean, great for the role. Yeah. But so like, remember at the end of the movie, like when he turn, what does he even turn into? Like a half fleshy, dwarfy turtle thing and he disappears. So and weird. I can't even describe it to you guys. Like it was so weird. Yeah. It was such a like, sl- and I don't even know what the purpose of the- so many things about the movie were unexplained. I agree. Like, w- did these are were they witches with superpowers throughout? Even yeah. when that guy, like you know, the guy being Jack Nicholson, who was hinted at as being the devil, but never officially ex- explained to be the yeah. devil. Um, and like, so does that mean the three women are still like witches, and they ended up living in that house, and they summoned him there, and. Nothing about it makes sense. It was just like, I was just, it was like sitting on a, like, imagine boarding a roller coaster (laughs) and not knowing, like, you know how when you walk up to a roller coaster, you can see, like, the loops and up and down? Imagine getting on a roller coaster and just not knowing where it was going. Basically going into Space Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was was wild. I agree. That's all. And hold on, I, I wrote down, like, some weird stuff. It was also, like, weirdly, like... I couldn't even figure out what rating this movie was because Same. there at some points like I would have said okay this is like a PG movie because yeah. there's nothing like it wasn't you know there's no sex no like nothing graphic whatever but then randomly Jack Nicholson like he'll just lay on the bed and be like I was like a little pussy after lunch yeah. I would just love to fuck you I'm so just gross. your average horny little devil so and he's like weird like like vulgar misogynistic like- yeah. It was so weird. It was so weird. There was like a little like orgy and implied orgy toward the end of the movie. And then also I like how one of these characters has like six children, but yet like she's like running around like having orgies and, and doing, I don't know what. And like, just for like, who's taking care of her kids? I was very concerned about the kids. And then at the very end, and so here's what's weird about the movie. Another thing that was so unexplained. So they, like, you know, they all basically, ha- like, move into this, like, old mansion that has a history in the town with witches when they, you know, when this guy, half-devil guy, whatever, Jack Nicholson shows up. And they're just, like, all, like, living together. And then they have, they also, all the women get pregnant with the babies. Yeah. And then it's implied that, like, he he's maybe trying to get the women pregnant to, like, yeah. raise little antichrists. Yeah. But then, like, that's, like, kind of, like, totally forgotten about in the middle of the movie when they, like, get... So then, at some point, the women get together and they're like, you know, we're we're tired of this man ru- ruling our lives. And they, you know, get rid of him in, like, the most weird, wild fashion, un- also unexplained way. Yeah. They, it, like, they never explained, like, oh, here's a book, How the to Summon Him. The rules of the magic are very... N- yeah, nothing explained. about the nothing universe was out. explained or defined at all. Not and a magic system. At the very end of the movie, they get rid of him, and then 
it shows like you know, like 18 months later and it cuts to these women's lives 18 months later and so they're living in the this mansion all together the three women with all of their kids and they're happy but they all got pregnant from jack nicholson so they have these babies that are i don't know i guess half devil yeah and and then it like at the very end, all, like, the babies are, like, all together in a creepy way, and they, like, and then, like, the TV comes on with Jack Nicholson's face, and he's, like, talking to the babies, and then the women show up and turn off the TV, and it's, like, oh, ha, 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 bye, like, kind of, like, but it it was just, like, weird. It's just, like, implying that these, like, babies, like, are, like, half devils, and he's gonna come back, or it was so wild, and nothing in the movie made sense, and it was hysterical and random and weird. I liked the movie, pretty well. I don't know. But it was just so weird and like so 90s and so yeah. Everything. I mean, a movie like that would never be made today. Or 80s, whatever. So I came at it from like a screenplay analysis position because that's what I'm doing for like 100% of my schoolwork. And so I was like trying so hard to like to figure out what the this movie was about so it i i yeah thinking, i also had no idea what the point of the movie was it was all over the place this is so these are like some ideas it's like the film is dealing with multiple forms of abuse physical and mental manipulation from someone who you're supposed to love with all the attributes you you wanted through the witches and the devil and it's such a different take on like what witches are in general so i i feel like it has to like try to be standing for some sort of purpose yeah i mean what was the yeah i mean what was the purpose of the movie i don't know what were they trying to say i don't know i it reminds me a lot of death becomes her like and they're very similar movies in terms of tone and characters and except this movie was like more about female community and respect um, but I don't know if it but really, then at one you know, point got they that put point it, across until no. the third act, even, like, because they were fighting the entire time. Yeah, like, there's a time and, like, in, when they are pitted was, against each other, yeah. right? When they all get jealous that they're all, like, sleeping with the same guy, and it was weird. I, I think it's, like, supposed to be a, a take on, like, emotional They were, like, a harem of women. Yeah, but, like, and, and the public's reaction towards, like, different sexual, like, arrangements that's true there was like but a like, lot of pushback of like oh the community is weirded out by them and because yeah. they were being like i don't know sexual deviants i guess i just like i have no clue like what the movie was trying to get across in the in its in its runtime like it was a relatively short movie too so like i thought it was kind of long it was like really? an hour and 50 minutes oh mm. To me, it seemed short. Like, when I was watching it, really? I was just like, this is, like... It was almost a two-hour movie. I, I thought it was so kind of long. I was confused the entire time. I was confused the entire time. I know I... Oh, and let's talk about the character of Fidel. Do you remember who Fidel was? He was, is like, he the, the servant to uh, Jack Nicholson's uh, character. And then remember yeah. at the very end of the movie, you see him in, like, the nanny gown, like, oh, ringing yeah. the bell? Like, so they kind of, He like, was kind of like, um... Him. He was like, you know, what he reminded me of was the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, honestly, I don't know, really? or I don't know. It was just weird, or 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 like in like Frankenstein or Frankenstein, 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 Igor, yeah, Igor, yeah, like I kind of like Igor character. But he, it was just weird. He like he was me of that guy from the Adams Family. Is his name like Lurch? Oh yeah, like there's a lot of examples of that type of character <laughs> yeah. existing. That that subservient, asexual, yeah. kind of. 
I mean, and wasn't he, like, mildly attractive? Yeah, that's like, the thing, too. I was too. very confused. Like, it, it was I just weird. And it was implied, like, what, he had a big penis in it? Like, Oh, my God, yeah. I also, like, another what, movie. What is happening? Like, <laughs> why do we keep picking movies that are fixated on dick yeah, size? Like, I don't, I don't know. But... Yeah, they talked a lot about penis yeah. size in this movie too. The entire tennis match was so sexual tensiony and like weird. I don't know. This this entire movie was like just like generally sexualizing every single person. And I felt like it was more in a misogynistic way. Oh Remember? Yes, every person. Because even every the woman, person. even the woman who's supposed to be like the like the biblical woman yeah. who starts to go crazy when like the witches come into yeah. town. Remember that one scene? She goes, "Well, I don't mind the good fuck, but yeah. what they're doing is." It was just so like weird. Like and they like the, for that character to say that it was nothing. She said dildos, anal intercourse. She screamed it. Like it was what so is wild. I don't know. She was so just weird, like, saying, screaming things and, like, being killed for puking. I don't know, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> how, do you, it was, how do you just turn a man insane by, like, puking? Like, I don't it know. It was such like, a wild movie, and certainly, like we were saying, it, it just, like, trying to be edgy yeah. for edgy's sake, it, it was yeah. just so bizarre, and you, you said at one point in the movie, she starts yelling about, like, dildos and yeah. anal sex, so it was like... Totally uncalled for and weird, and yeah. we think that the writer was just like, oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we can say this stuff, it'll be cool and edgy, yeah, and all exactly. the movies, like, says this stuff, I don't know. It was I, kind of Yeah, it's kind of just, weird. this movie is just, like, a mixed bag for me. It was like, such a mixed bag. It I really, don't think I would ever watch it again. Oh, I would never watch <laughs> it. Never. I, actually, I would watch it again, like, maybe ironically, but, like, honestly... Like I said, it was like boarding a roller coaster and just having <laughs> no idea where the hell it was going to take you. I think that's perfect way to just end off this this movie and move into Into the Woods. Agony, misery, although it's different for each. Always ten steps behind, always ten feet below, and she's just out of reach. Which was directed by Rob Marshall. It's a 2014 movie. And it's basically based on a Broadway musical, a really well-renowned Tony winning. And it's a witch reveals she's placed a curse of impotence on a baker and his wife. They have to go on a journey to obtain magical items over the course of three nights to lift a curse to have their child. And it interweaves several Grimm Brothers fairy tales into one narrative, basically. Didn't we watch another musical movie for the podcast, or am I imagining this? Um, I think you're imagining it. Maybe I am. <laughs> I'm definitely imagining it. But I just want to say that only Sophia could get me to watch... You suggested this movie. I know... I know I did, but <laughs> yeah. also I was, I didn't know it was a musical because apparently I'm dumb and uncultured, <laughs> but also you were like super into it and you wanted to do it, which, you, you know, know I want to do I'm, stuff that you're interested in too, but I just probably, I mean, I never would have watched like the, you know, the Frankenstein yeah. movie if you hadn't wanted me to, and certainly like musicals, this is like more your Yeah, it's totally forte. my um, So, and I don't really have a good reference to like you know, judge this movie off of because I'm so uneducated, I think, in, like, the musical theater space. Mm. But I will say I had, like, like the other movie that we watched this week, I had no idea what I was getting into. And I also didn't know who all was in it. Because I was like, oh, that's it's James a really Corden. really cast. I was like, oh, that's James Anna Kendrick. Corden. 
And I was like, Emily Blunt. Oh, that's a Meryl Streep. Oh, there's Meryl <laughs> Mer- like, like, the first, like, five to ten minutes of the movie, I kept yeah. being like, oh, there's that person. It was just, like, a shocker. Gavroche like, from Les Mis. <laughs> like, just, like, coming out of nowhere, all these, like, big cast names. But then I realized, okay, with well, all these people are in it, then obviously this, you know, it's a big deal. It didn't deal. do well. I don't think the movie when I it came out think, did not do I, well. I wasn't super crazy about Into the Woods. So neither was I. Go um the first time I watched it, I actually did not like it. But upon my rewatch, I actually found myself really enjoying it and really listening to the music and watching it again from a screenplay analysis standpoint. I thought it did a really good job. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't like it before. I I guess I just thought like I really hate Red Riding Hood. Like I don't like that storyline and I'm not a huge fan of the Jack storyline. But overall I think like Oh, and we forgot to summarize this again. It's a it's um combining Grimm's Brothers fairy tales into one. Oh, was it only Grimm's Brothers fairy tales? Yeah. So it's it's Rapunzel, it's Jack and the Beanstalk, Cinderella, it's I don't know what the fuck the baker and his wife are. I think they were Red Riding Hood put in there to be the through line through all the other stories, I guess. And I, I yeah, so it's it's basically all of those, and I just really liked how it was done and I really found myself liking the music in in it and I did not before. I like I mean I didn't I I mean I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't dislike it by any means. Um I just didn't really know what to expect and this isn't necessarily, you know, like I said, my my space. Yeah. But I did think that it was kind of yeah, I mean, I did, there were certain parts that cracked me up that I really liked. Like, for instance, when the baker's wife meets um, Prince Charming in the woods. <laughs> yeah. and so Moments it's, in the woods. Yeah, it's like so right funny. Right before she dies, right? Right before she dies. It's like, cheat on your husband, you die. Yeah. But it, it's funny because they paint this couple as like the perfect marriage. And then I totally didn't it see. It falls apart and then it goes back together. I totally didn't apart. see the baker's wife just like going rogue and like yeah. making out with the prince in the woods. It was so weird and so random and actually kind of hysterical and like a kind of a weird humor kind of way you know, that I enjoy. I, I saw her like because the two times they met before she was so like enamored by him. But I would never have thought like the prince would have wanted to, you know, like, it's just Well, I weird... think the prince is just a man whore. And he yeah. sings about, like, I thought this one Agony. woman would be enough for me. My favorite. But it wasn't. It's my favorite song, Agony. The most head-ass song ever. Like, literally, <laughs> the buffoonery of two males just singing oh my God. about oh, how and, much and Chris they Pine. love. I forgot, yes, Chris that, Pine. that scene with Chris Pine. And Prince Charming, and then, like, dancing around the floor, singing about, like, women they love. Agony, misery. I like how he, like, rips open his shirt after he sees his brother. He's like, oh, is this what we're doing? Like, (laughs) ripping off our shirts now? Okay, okay. That, I think I I really enjoyed the random, like, kind of self-aware humor, humorous parts of it. Yeah. That was, the rest of the movie, I think, like, you know, plot-wise, it was obviously all over the place, but that's because of the nature of what it was, so I'm not complaining about that. Um, But I'd just say if I had any takeaway that I liked about it, it was just a kind of satirical, self-aware, humorous parts, like that musical number you pointed out. I really like how it deals with really, I don't know, heady, I guess is the not the word I'm looking for, but, like, themes and, like, ideas where, like, 
what does happen when the person that you think that you love is actually like not as you know into you as you thought he was or like fatherhood like am I ready to be a father I know they're like, oh and then like Anna Kendrick struggle with like yeah that the you know the, going off on her own yeah. and everything um, so there actually that is true there were some some like losing my mother like losing my everyone was losing somebody in this movie pretty much and it's just like dealing with those themes like I think the last song says it the best like children will listen uh, I don't know it's like it's such a teaching song. It's like the Grimm's Brothers fairy tales. Like, it's teaching you a lesson in the darkest way possible. People dying. Sure. You know? Yeah, totally. I think I want to talk about the representation of witches in this movie. Okay. Just because that is our theme. True. This was a very classical witch in this movie. Yeah. Like, the large thorny nose and the crazy hair. and Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. I can't believe I just did a witch's laugh for this podcast. She, like, sings about her hump at one point. Right? But what's funny about this witch character is she kind of isn't necessarily the villain. She's a villain, but not a villain, and then she She's ends up... She's more like an anti-hero. <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> I couldn't really figure her out, because at first I thought she was the villain, but She's then like, she was like, he wasn't. stole my beans, like, so obviously <laughs> yeah. I gotta, like, take his child. Yeah. <laughs> and cur- curse you. Yeah, well, they were magical beans, Sophia. <laughs> Magic beans. So, who knows? Who knows? But, you know, I'm like anything. I think even though it's not something I would have picked for myself and not something that I, I'm saying I'm crazy about, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. I think it's important to understand. Like, you know, it's important that I watch the original Musical Frankenstein. theater culture. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it, and you know. There I, will be more. Yeah, and I, and I love, <laughs> well, okay, that's news to me, news to the podcast. All right, listeners. There will be more. I've made and, it my mission. And listeners will get through it together. <laughs> you will enjoy it. I'm, that is yeah. what I'm saying to you. <laughs> We're going to do it, and you're going to like it. You're going to like it a lot. Yeah, but honestly, just a total whirlwind. I I on I should start watching the trailers for these movies before I start watching them. I just read like the synopsis and then I go into it pretty much blind if I haven't. Seen I haven't. I'm not even going into it with the synopsis. I'm just going into it straight up blind. That's that's risky. That's it is really risky. risky. That's why every time, I, especially because you recommended both of these movies, because I just googled witches and found these <laughs> movies that I thought were from two different time periods that had different representations, yeah. seemingly different representations of witches. So I want to do it, and, and in that case, I was correct. You definitely were. All right, so movies Next that week. we're gonna watch: Poltergeist and Beetlejuice, Woo! which. Great. Love it. Classics. Love it. I'm I very... get my Tim Burton fix, and you get your Dude, Steven Spielberg fix. This is fix. the best of both worlds <laughs> for us. I am very excited for next week. It'll Me be a too. great episode. I'm probably a better episode than this yeah. week, because we'll actually be more passionate yeah. about the movies. True. So please tune in. Remember to like, rate, review, and we will see you guys next time.